We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean Semidano for if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's for nope. Oh, we just blew that one. It's been a while. We were off Monday and Tuesday. It's 5:30 on the East Coast. It's really 5:31, but play along. 5:31 on the East Coast, 2:30 on the West Coast. Four. Wait. You know what? Yeah. 4:30 Tennessee time. Of course, Edmonton time. Of course, these times are all wrong. Of course, Edmonton time with the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. Joining me today for the very last hump day, the very last Wednesday of this regular season for baseball, it's a uh, you know you know from the you know from many things the Corona Poker Club, which made a comeback last night. We should not delve into that. I don't know why I mentioned that. You know from a uh, crushing a uh, crushing over there on YouTube streets, uh, YouTube. Hey, I saw YouTube popping up. You crushed the YouTube, I'm sure. Sure, uh, but I was talking about Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo, you're pretty much in every single contest. If you guys want to play against Kirk D's, go to go over to Yahoo, and he'll probably beat you because he's very good at that. What's up, Curtis? How are things? Least, Get me out of least, the sentence. I butchered least, everything. Yeah, at least at least you didn't slip and say you porn streets. You know, like so. <laughs> I don't um, know what you're doing over there. I can't. I can't speak to that. <laughs> no, I'm saying it would have been a good time to slip something like that in. Um, I'm doing well. We've got a 14 game slate. Uh, we're in the, the full swing of things to finish up the season here for uh, Sunday and get into this uh, 16 team playoffs. I know you're excited about that. And and then uh, we've got my Celtics playing tonight, who finally won for me. Not for me, because actually, I, if anyone watched last week, you know I was in a really bad mood because I lost a lot of money on the first two games, and I just didn't have the heart to drive back to New Hampshire for game uh, three. And, of course, they won. But uh, still rooting them on. Still have a bunch of series bets on them. So hopefully they get it done tonight. What's the line in that game? I don't know. I assume Boston. I think they're three and a, three and a half. Yeah, I, I haven't been like betting the games or whatever. Just kind of sort of following them, and, uh, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. My Miami Heat versus your Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, it'll be good times for sure. That's basketball tonight. We're talking baseball, and like you said, it's a it's different how they're doing the slates on Fanduel. They're kind of chopping it up as far as a, a six o'clock only slate on Fanduel, and they're going for a night slate. I think it's eight and six how they're splitting it up. Of course, DK. This is why we're early. If you guys aren't aware, we're we're on early. Uh, of course, Crunch Time will be following us as well, too, taking you guys all the way up to the lock on DK. I'm not sure how far they're going into the lock on Fandle, uh, the official lock, but I imagine they'll kind of bleed into that uh, as well. That's going to be cheese is good. Uh, Dave Potts, two-time millionaire winner. Uh, he had an awesome article today, by the way. His millionaire musings are always good, but today it was especially good. A 
lot to write about. Uh, if you guys are premium members, you're missing out if you're not checking that out. Uh, joined, uh, of course, by Kevin Roth. As of right now, no uh, no weather issues, but if anything pops up, Roth, of course, will be all over it. I believe Tuttle will be doing that show as well. Uh, one thing, if there is a weather thing, uh, the roof, I checked the website. Apparently, a roof will be expected to be closed in Arizona tonight, uh, for what it's worth. They're not they're not opening like, like they had it last night. It'll be closed in Arizona. Oh, it was so great last night, open. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, chalk kettle Marte. I, I, it was a good night for your boy, but uh, I could have used a couple more bad bats at a kettle Marte. But in uh, Korea, man, why are the Astros so terrible? Well, he was so cheap, and it just kind of made things work. But hey, nobody cares about last night. Last night was good; it was perfectly fine. But it's a clean slate. We're we're starting tonight, and it's like all aces. It's just everybody. Everybody was an ace who's pitching tonight. Uh, you know, Bowers going on three days rest. We talked about that briefly uh, in the show, and like that's something he wants. He wants to pitch on three days rest. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna be suppressed as far as how many pitches he gets to throw. And uh, you talk about the playoffs, I think it's worth mentioning. It's, it enters the conversation of you know, motivation uh, is very important this time of year as far as pitchers, how much your manager is gonna allow their, their, their uh, pitchers to go. Uh, we saw last night there was some speculation that who knows what's gonna happen with Tampa. Tampa's cruising to the playoffs. and uh, God, why am I forgetting the dude's name? The ace for Tampa last night. Blake Snell. So that was complete speculation. That was like over group think, overthinking people just like reaching when really the, the, the key is, is to get them ready for the playoffs. It's, you know, so it's yeah. like, we should expect them to go a little bit longer as opposed to, uh, keep holding them back. I mean, maybe like with like Bieber, it might be a little bit different cause he's already ramped up, but, uh, for guys who aren't, haven't been fully ramped up, they're trying to peak. And, you know, right, right before in the playoffs. Yeah, it's a it's team philosophy, but that's kind of what I expect from Glasgow tonight as well for Tampa. We'll see. And yeah, and I rostered Snell because I figured at worst he's going to throw like eighty or eighty five pitches, and he still it was a bad slate for pitchers. At, generally speaking, so I was good with them. Uh, and you mentioned Bieber. You know, talk about motivation. He's essentially he's going to put the cherry on top of that Cy Young out there in the American League. Currently, the odds for Bieber to win the Cy Young, uh, I, I couldn't find it. But it took me a while to kind of jump around, and I found it on the interwebs. But actually, Grant looked, him, looked me up. I'll give him a shout out if he's listening. I was like, I can't find this in multiple places. Uh, Bieber, the Beebs is currently minus 2,500 to win the Cy Young. So uh, it seems like he's in cruise control. Maeda pitching tonight is 10 to 1 currently for what it's worth. Maybe if Bieber gets blown up, Maeda, no, it's not happening. It's it's Beavers. I cannot imagine he does not get it. He's been absolutely unreal this year. Every single start this season, I think he's at at least 10 Ks. I'm sorry, at least 8 Ks, uh, yeah. 40% K rate. He's just been absolutely insane. And nationally, uh, a couple guys, at least one guy, well, Darvish is like the odds-on favorite at plus one ten. Degrom at plus one fifty. Nola plus five fifty. Max Freed pitching tonight at eight to one, which is just a weird name to see. But do you know how many homers Max Freed has given up this year? Zilch. The same as me and you and Devin and everybody watching. Well, there might be somebody watching that pitches in the majors. That's unlikely. Uh, Trevor Bauer is uh, eight to one. So and you know, and I think he also wants to like prove a point that like, hey, maybe we should because like he's this mad scientist type. Uh, you know, he has, he lives by his own sort of creed and interesting dude. Uh, he, he thinks that it's better for him to pitch on three days rest and he's getting his wish. And I don't know if the thought process is let's just make him happy or the thought process is maybe, uh, if they have to win the game on Sunday, Bauer will be good to go on Sunday because as of right now, the Reds are, uh, according to the 538 model, currently 72% chance of making the playoffs. So they're not officially in, they need to win games. Uh, that was sort of my thought process on that. And like, and of course, if they don't need that game on Sunday, he's good to go for game one, which is ideal. Um, all right, let's talk about it. As far as the aces taking the bump, uh, the DK prices, <laughs> the same old, same old is absolutely ridiculous how cheap some of these studs are. 
And you get the cheap batteries, which we'll talk about as well, too. It's so, so easy to double barrel. There's multiple options to pick for your barrels as far as Beaver, as far as Bauer, as far as Gilito, Glasno. We can enter a Maiden in the conversation. Even Hendricks is in a great spot. Not that he's like this, you know, classic K guy, but he can go seven innings and, you know, just absolutely cruise and get that quality start for you. I, we got to start with Beaver, though, right? Isn't Beaver is the best of the best of the best? I think so. Uh, yeah, certainly. Uh, for if you're just looking at this season numbers, I mean, it's not a question about Cy Young, like you were saying before. It's a question on whether he's going to get the MVP um, or not. So Cy Young is a wrap for this guy. Um, comes in tonight with a 40.6% K percentage, 2.49 Sierra. I mean, everything is just amazing with this guy. Every every metric we know he can go long. Um, maybe like he's like the one candidate. I was thinking because the Indians really aren't going to be moving anything like they're, they're going to get in, but there's really no position to jockey for here. And, you know, he's been ramped up for so long. Maybe he gets a little bit of a, of a rest on a pitch count, but I doubt it. Um, so that's just kind of overthinking things. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's the clear number one and you, you're, you start him in cash and I, you, you go overweight in tournaments. Yeah, before we fully dive in, I did want to mention we kind of relaunched. Though it's always been around, we haven't really been talking about it much. The the RG badge program. You know, our fabulous multitasking producer D Train Devin's going to go ahead and drop the link in chat for you guys on YouTube. We mentioned YouTube earlier. We didn't say to like, uh, smash, caress, cuddle with, do whatever you want with that like button. We much appreciate that. You can subscribe as well too. Uh, you get all the football shows that are going down. The Pick Six show is later on today. The Swolecast was earlier today. On Sundays we have three straight hours all the way up to lock with yours truly. Kirk Dees, I believe you have a show, but I'm not sure. Is it podcast only or is it video? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's podcast only this this time this year, but uh, it's uh, comes out on uh, some at some point on Fridays. It's the tournament takes podcast with me, Killer B two four eight two, Brett Hartfield, and uh, Toe Tag and Tambo. Um, and say uh, that like fast five times because that seems that's a lot going on there. Toe Tag, Tag and Tambo. And Tambo. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, and then uh, and also do a uh, Yahoo Plays article on Fridays. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. And I didn't finish my thought as far as the RG badge program. Finishing the top 10 a certain contest with the RG badge. I believe you get one month free of RG premium. Don't hold me to that. I think it's one month. It's only some uh, some sort of distance. Uh, and we also, at the very least, and there's some added value to this, Kirk so You get a shout out in the show. If you guys, uh, Yeah, there you go. That's worth something. Uh, we had a couple people sign up, so we want to give them the old shout out. Uh, a dingler? A dingler? A dingler? Jay Walken. Uh, and then there's, of course, John Austin, 22. So there you go. Uh, and you can get your, your own shout out that again, I, you know what I was, I, I was thinking that maybe, maybe RG should sign up for cameo that you should be a cameo guy. And, uh... <laughs> what would people want me to say for cameo? I can't, what would we, let's what would get technical. Let's get technical or something. You know? I did a uh, fun fact. I did. I was walking somewhere. I can't remember what I was at. Uh, I was at a sport. I think I was at a sporting event. Mm, no, I was at a restaurant. And remember that we used to do that. Well, some people still do. Uh, but I was at a restaurant and somebody stopped me and said, you're that guy. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, Hey, film us record this thing for me and ask me to say like some kind of getting all technical. So like, yeah, there's, I did it once. It wasn't a cameo per se. I didn't charge anybody. Like I'm not a diva, but there's a uh, market. There's a market there. It sounds like. Yeah. For one person. And it's been filled. It already happened. Like what, what, what can I possibly charge for that? Like, I can't even imagine that would be, it'd be ridiculous. Nobody wants that. Um, all right. Uh, as far, Oh, and sharp side, let's mention the sharp side. You got a winner for the people. I currently, I, I am going streaking. I have seven winners in a row, which means I'm getting 10 American, no, not 10 American dollars, 10 Fando dollars added to my account. Just as long as I keep picking some winners, uh, minus 140 or less, you can't pick the absolutely egregious big-time favorites. 
give me your winner today. I didn't like anybody minus one forty or less. I'm just I'm nervous though because I don't want to lose my streak. Uh, you can't be nervous. Scared money doesn't make money, Dean. Um, but uh, my uh, my bet it's gonna it's it's actually the number I even have it like a little bit off. But uh, I'm going with uh, probably contrary to popular opinion. I know some people might think that uh, Trevor Bauer they have incentive to to make uh, Trevor Bauer pitch on a lower pitch count tonight. I think that's completely wrong. Um, I think Bauer goes lights out all night tonight. You know, he, that 120 pitches is nothing to this guy. Um, and he can do it again on Sunday. If need be, he's already been quoted as, you know, this is the optimal way for him to perform here. I'll read a, read it that he's been lobbying to pitch every fourth day um, for a long time. Um, collects close to 50 metrics on himself every single day. And they all point to this being most optimal way to get my body prepared to pitch is what he says. Um, So long story short is, is this guy has the data to prove it. He's ready to go. He's convinced his team he's ready to go. And now he's got the great matchup against Milwaukee. Um, And although he was a, gave up some homers the last time they, they, uh, they faced, but uh, I'm taking the over on the K prop here at seven and a half K's. Yeah, the only thing that's going to hold him back, I think, is Bell as manager. But I just, I'll take the over on 95 pitches. I don't think it's the 115 or 120, but I think he takes. I think he throws at least 100. And like you said, that matchup against Milwaukee is pristine from a K perspective. Uh, you know, Hera striking out 91.9, 91.9%, 31.9%, uh, 38% for him, 27% for the jerk store. Uh, Vogelbach, I know he's got some power, but he strikes out funny as well, too. Collectively, we're looking at 24%, and it's front-loaded as far as the K guys. The guys that don't strike out, Arcia and Sogard, are in the back of the lineup. So, yeah, you got to feel good about Bauer. I'm okay with him as an SB2 on DK for double barreling, even for cash. Uh, I'm good with Bieber and Bauer like right out the gate. And, it's, you know, it seems like that should be hard to make work, 3.7K, but it really is not. It's not that difficult. Uh, let's kind of work our way down. What are your thoughts as far as Giolito? He's next up when it comes to the asking price. And he's more of a tournament bucket player for me, but certainly he has the upside. He showed it before. What are you doing with Lucas? Yeah, uh, he's he's in play uh, too. I, like I, we're gonna should get a nice little uh, pitching duel with uh, Bieber and uh, Gilito, and uh, you know he comes in with his thirty two percent K percentage, a three point five for seven Sierra, um, and you know the walks are a little high with him from time to time. But you know when he's on, he's on, and he flashes that immense upside too. So I think he's he's a solid play. Um, you get a little bit of a discount at least to Bieber, but he's someone that can go toe to toe with him. Um, so those, I mean, those three guys are the clear like SP one consideration uh, for me: Bieber, Bauer, and Giolito. And then you know, then we got to talk uh, Kenta Maeda just for a little bit lower, just because of matchup. Yeah, um, I, for me, Giolito's just talking about not going to make my cash team. At least I'm not planning on it, but for sure for for tournaments, no issue with that. And I'm I'm willing to if if I think I'm improving my bats fairly significantly uh, step down to a guy like Maeda, like you talked about as playing as a, an SP2 in my cash lineup. Uh, it does subdue like your upside because he's only going to go so far into the game. Uh, I believe yeah, Minnesota's wrapped up as far as getting in the playoffs. Uh, but the matchup is obviously pristine. It's beautiful here against the Detroit team. But if you fire up the plate, the plate IQ, and I'm sure Devin's going to be all with us. He's going to show you guys what's going on here. Maeda, the last two seasons against this Detroit team, um, you know, it's 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 dummy proof, Kirk Dees. You know, red is bad, and different shades of red. Pink is bad too, and green is good. Now, I'm not sure if you're looking at it right now, but just see anything positive for any hitter. Is there any green 
uh, for, for, for the hitters when it comes to ISO, WOBA, strikeout percentage, walk percentage. The only green we're seeing is for Goodrum and Candelario. They're pretty good at taking walks. Besides that, it's an absolutely horrendous lineup. The tricky part is Maeda is not going to go beyond like six unless he's like, absolutely cruising. Um, you know, he's an old dude, and you know they're playing for the playoffs, obviously. But from a run prevention perspective, from a quality start perspective, assuming they give him six innings, Maeda feels like super, super safe. Yep, uh, and he's pitched incredibly this this season, and like you said, he's even in the the running for for Cy Young. So, you know, he's got a thirty one percent K percentage. His walks have been great. Um, uh, three Sierra, that's incredible against this uh, anemic Tigers team that strikes out all the time. So, uh, yeah, this is a this is a great spot for him. So, I mean, you got to feel really confident in your Bieber Maeda lineups at least for like cash games, but. Uh, you know, if you want to try to get a little extra upside, maybe I like I love Bauer and uh, Giolito's right there. And then uh, we got uh, Mr. Tyler Glass now from a K, K percentage, at least. We a, have Eric play. Johnson in the chat saying talk about Granky and like he's just not there's no chance of playing Granky. He could be perfectly fine. Like he probably will be perfectly fine, but not a monster K upside. Um you know, the Astros essentially already locked into the playoffs. They're currently at a 99% chance of greater as far as making the playoffs. Uh, we don't see him get pushed often. We notice he doesn't have a big K rate. Um, and he's the same price as all these guys we love. Like, he's perfectly fine, but I just – I don't see any – what so, world are we living in where Granky outscores all these guys? We can get Granky for 1100 cheaper in Kyle Hendricks. Yeah. Right, is the and, way and Hendricks is better. I think Hendricks gets some more raw points personally. Yep. So, so I'm not uh, playing Granky. Yeah, I've got I've got no interest in Granky. I mean, I you know, can he have, throw up a good start? Yeah, absolutely. It's sure. Seattle, right? Like, of course that can happen, and we can we can uh, we can look bad. But uh, I mean, it's just it's just the numbers all point to Kyle Hendricks in this spot versus Granky. Well, it's not that he's going to be bad. I don't think he's going to be bad. I just think that Bieber, Bauer, Giolito, Glasnow, Maeda, uh, all basically the same price. Hendricks are going to be better or basically the same. Maybe one guy isn't. I don't know which one it is, but two of those guys are going to outscore him by, by at least five. That's sort of, that's sort of where I'm at on that. Uh, before we move on, let's talk about Glassdown. You, you're, trying, you're kind of getting into Glassdown. Glassdown is another you know, interesting case. He's on the Tampa team. He's got a young arm. Uh, you know, it's electric for sure. He can get wild at times, obviously, but the K rate is, is super. Uh, Glassdown's K rate in the season. You know, we talk about Bieber at 40.6%. Glassdown's second best in the slate, 38.4%, which is pretty awesome. Uh, the tricky part with him is, again, 3.68 walks per nine, which is not ideal. Um, tournaments only, right? He's in the tournament bucket, but he's for sure, he's a guy that could go six and strike out 12. Yeah, tournaments only. Um, however, he's on the on the other sites that are a little bit later. Um, he's uh, certainly in play, correct? He goes after seven o'clock, right? He goes at seven. You're talking about glass now? Yeah. Uh, that Tampa Bay game goes at yeah seven ten. It's on the Fanduel main slate. Yep, exactly. So I mean, he's certainly in play because you don't get we don't have Bieber on on the other sites. Um, so like for Yahoo, for instance, uh, someone I'm definitely considering tonight. Um, but uh, it's just all about the strikeouts with him. I mean, we got a taste yesterday of them letting uh, Snell Snell rip when people were speculating not. I mean, they want these guys to get ready for the playoffs, and this is one of their key arms. So um, you know, all things go well. He's you know, he should be able to expect an increase in pitch count and uh, hopefully he racks up K's. And there are K's in the lineup. He's certainly, you know, Conforto K's, uh, J.D. Davis K's, 
Dominic Smith K's, uh, Pete Alonzo certainly K's with the best of them. Now there's some risk there from like power standpoint and some annoying bats for sure with like Nimmo at the top. And uh, I'd say Conforto's back as well. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a risk. It's a, it's a somewhat dangerous spot, but it's also a good park. So uh, I have complete confidence in, uh, in him tonight. Yeah, uh, if nothing else, I like him for tournaments. I think he's a really interesting pivot off of all the big arms we're talking about. He's right in the conversation as far as potential ceiling. I, we talked about this pre-show. Michael Walker went on a whole rant about how is Michael Walker 9.2K and DK? Like, how does this happen? I can't imagine Michael Walker being rostered by anybody, unless it's like a misclick. Ridiculous. Uh, Max Freed against Miami. The, the tricky part with him, of course, you know, Atlanta is, uh, I believe, yeah, they're locked in. Yeah, they're, they're locked into the playoffs. Uh, he doesn't go particularly deep. Uh, he doesn't, you know, his ERA 1.96 has not allowed a home run at all season long. But the tricky part with him is his K rate's not great. I mean, it's fine, but in comparison to the field, you know, 22.9% is hard to cut. And he's he's also probably not going to go beyond six. They're not going to push him too far. If you look at his pitches allowed, 80, 90, 93, 97, 91. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, this game doesn't matter. Just want to kind of sort of keep him going, get him ready for the playoffs. But no reason to push him too hard, and he haven't pushed him hard all season long. He's perfectly fine. He's in that same bucket as Granky for me. He's okay, but I don't think I'm using him. Yeah, I, I might prefer him a little bit to Granky, to be honest. I might might take an optimistic approach and think that they try to you know ramp him up just a little bit more here, um, and it's an efficient game against the Marlins. Certainly uh, within the realm of possibilities and range of outcomes. So um, I don't mind him, but again, I'm I'm just chasing strikeouts, man, and that's not. That's not the way. So if you are chasing strikeouts, you see a couple, a couple of names you can throw it out in chat. And again, it's really tempting to just double barrel on DK and just call it a day because you can figure it out so easily with the bats. Uh, it's not hard to make it work. Uh, but there are some guys that are a little bit cheaper, like Zach Eflin against his Washington team. Nice ballpark to pitch in. I'm not sure if y'all saw this. We kind of talked about a pre-show. Trey Turner's been scratched for Washington. That Washington lineup is just not very good. Uh, we're talking about, you know, Soto, sure. Uh, but otherwise, there's not much else in that lineup. Who is M- Michael A. Taylor? Is you know multiple K's waiting to happen? Yadiel, Yadiel Hernandez. I'm not sure if I know who that is. Maybe, maybe a cup of coffee. Is he a new guy? I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, as Drew Cabrera is a professional hitter, we can t- say that. But you know, it's Soto and just a bunch of dudes. Uh, and F1, you know, this season long, as far as F1, he's you know 20, 29.6% K rate. That's pretty positive. Uh, the walks are pretty good as well too. Um, as far as the step downs, he's probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite. How many of all the, I think the interesting conversation, if you want to step down, what say you as far as uh, the mid-tier pitchers? I guess you can throw Tanaka in that conversation if you want to as well. Yeah, I, I like uh, Eflin tonight. Um, I Like you said, I like the the matchup. Um, I like the fact that Trey Turner's out. I like what I've seen out of this guy. So he's embraced analytics this year, and that which is like a first kind of for Philly, maybe, potentially. Uh, or at least good analytics and they uh, cut out the like four seamer heavy, like pitch repertoire with this guy. They he's, they've been using his sinker a ton, which he's been getting a ton of uh, swings and misses on. And it's actually performed extremely well this season. And it's been set up by a, a much better curveball that he has this season. So, I mean, it took a while for me to like get on, but I absolutely ripped into this guy, like, and did like a whole deep dive with him and I'm totally on, on board 
um, with him. This I have been for the last few weeks, and I think everything is completely legitimate because um, I used to just totally think this guy was just a straight loser is the way I always thought in my head, you know, kind of a, a Nick Pavetta, if you will, who's uh, who tempts you but just never, never does anything good. But uh, no, I, it's all real. Um, and uh, I like it. So Eovaldi was the next guy you mentioned. Um, ace of Boston, but not really an ace. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Like it's fine. Orioles, they bring a lot of K upside to the table. Uh, weather's a little nicer here in Boston today, so um, a little bit warmer uh, than yesterday. But, uh, you know, 25% K percentage. I mean, he's pitched well when he's pitched. So, he's been good. Yeah. So, and and they'll, they'll, they'll let him rip for a while. So, um, yeah, I, I don't mind that there at all. Um, I, I prefer him to like, I know people have talked up Carlos Martinez today a little bit. Like there's just some, some, so I definitely prefer. On FanDuel, he's interesting just because he's super, super cheap, but I, nowhere else for me. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, Tanaka, man, I'm kind of torn on. I could see him having a good start, but it's risky with this guy, right? It depends which Tanaka shows up. So um, I don't mind him, but he, I prefer the other two over him. So what I would say about Ivaldi, uh, you know, two starts back, you know, he threw 40 pitches when he came back from injury. Then he threw 76 his last time out. Uh, I don't, he maybe, maybe gets up to 85 or 90. Now he's not price for a guy that's going to throw 100 good pitches. But like we said, he's been good this year, and he's got a good matchup there. Uh, firing up a plate IQ as far as his season. Yeah, 25% K rate, 3.4% walk rate, uh, and he's facing a Baltimore lineup that, that struck out this season against righties collectively 25 0.9%. So there is some K upside for sure. Uh, and he's cheap enough where I think it's, you know, opens up a couple bats for you as well. If you guys want to stack an expensive team. Uh, the chat was talking about Robbie Ray. I know, I know the rules are you're supposed to play Robbie Ray when he's not popular and nobody's going to play him and nobody's going to play him, but he walks way too many dudes, right? The K rate's been good this year. Sure. As always, the K rate's pretty good, but the, the walk rate is egregious. Let me go ahead and pull it up right now. As far as the season, it's like 15 or 18 or something like that. It's a big number. Uh, yeah, it's 18% walk rate, 27% carry, which is pretty fun. But the other part is he's facing a Yankee team that, yes, there are some strikeouts in that lineup, but it's a really, really patient Yankee lineup. Uh, you know, lots of guys, you know, LeMayu, 12.5% walk. Stanton, 28% walks. Of course, that's a small sample. 12% for Torres. Hicks for, for 18. 19 for Ashella, 22 for Sanchez. I, I just – I can't do it. And it's also a, a monster opportunity cost. We keep talking about how much we like the pitchers today. And I think the winning lineups today are going to have two really, really good pitchers, or at least one that does fairly well. And, then obviously, they, you know, it opens up some bats or something like that that are expensive that do well as well, uh, additionally. So, uh, Ray's a no-go for me. Uh, do you have any interest in Ray? I have no interest in Ray. Um, I get it. Like, I, I back this guy a lot, and but he's just been awful this season. You know, he's – maybe he's had like one decent start. Um, but uh, like you said, it's the, the, the walks, the, the pitches, the, the pitch counts that just go insane with him. And he does get an extreme pitchers ump tonight. So maybe he can, I did see that. Yeah. Maybe that helps him out a little bit, but uh, I, this guy's so wild that I don't think it even does help him. Um, and <laughs> the thing, all I really need to see is the the exit velocities that he allows. They're just, they're insane they're, they're they're through the roof and this is a this is not a team that you want to be uh allowing hard exit velocities against uh LeMahieu is just a machine judge Stanton they're all trying to get in playoff form Voight is an MVP consideration it's been um, great 
Yeah, I mean, just top to bottom, it's just like what 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 is what does Robbie Ray give up home runs? And it's like there's just a home run at every single at bat waiting there. Literally every single at bat. Lemayhu, Judge, Stanton, Boyd, Torres, Hicks, Urshela, Sanchez, Frazier. Every single at bat batter here is a home run candidate. And they're that smaller ballpark there in Buffalo as well too, which shouldn't help. Uh, I'm on the the lineup HQ right now. I have the extreme the umpire data pulled up and. You mentioned the extreme uh, pitchers umpire, and I just focus on the extremes. We have several extremes. Uh, Max Fried and Sixto Sanchez have an extreme pitch, uh, pitchers umpire. I like Sixto Sanchez. I think he's a really, really good guy. Yeah, I wanted, that was my – I was been waiting to, to talk okay, about him. Okay, talk – I don't think I'm playing him today, but, like, I think he's really good, and I'm probably not picking on him. But what, what are your thoughts? Totally overlooked today, right? Like, he had a bad start, uh, and so people are going to just immediately get off of him. He's cheap, right? He's he's 7.7K. This – he – this dude is completely legit. So he, his breaking stuff got pounded and he threw too much of it in the last start. But like this, if he, if he goes back to that blazing hundred mile per hour heat, um, then I'm on board again. I mean, he, this guy has an insane fastball. And so his strikeout numbers are are skewed, but um, because of a a poor start and we don't have much of a sample with him, but like, I absolutely believe in him. Uh, He, uh, he mowed down. I played him the last time against this, the Braves team. Um, I'll have to pull up how he did. I, I remember him doing pretty damn well. Um, so, you know, yeah, they've already seen him, but, you know, and then it was a terrible game for the, the, the Marlins last night, but like the last thing they want to do is get into their bullpen. Their bullpen is so atrocious. And there's that, there's the, the beef between the, uh, the Braves and, uh, and, and the Marlins. Well, they too. keep hitting Acuna. I think it's in your yeah. that keeps hitting him. And so like the Braves now just rub that in. They just completely, they never bench anyone when they just run up the score every single time it's the bullpen and they just tee off um so man i i would potentially worry about them throwing at, at throwing uh sixto potentially throwing at a, a braves tonight with his 100 yeah. mile per hour heat um yeah, yeah i'm just thinking but uh i, I like sixto sixto is like my my wild card play like if i want to like get more bats in on lineups sixto is the the cheaper guy for me could go Evaldi, but I'd prefer Sixto. Yeah, my rebut is just like I don't know how necessary he is, but I get it. Like I, I don't know how necessary he is in this slate, just kind of the way the salaries line up. Uh, I will say to speak to your the K numbers, uh, he's got a twenty two percent K rate. And again, small samples like we're talking about thirty six innings. But he, if you're a swinging strike rate truther, you you could say that well, he's got a twenty two percent K rate and a thirteen point two percent swinging strike rate. The strike swinging strike rate suggests that that K rate should be higher. There you go. Correct. Uh, yeah. And like you said, this stuff is electric, you know, when he's unleashing the 100-mile-hour fastball. Uh, summarize the arms for us. Bieber up top in a clear uh, tier of his own, then uh, and Bauer right behind him, um, especially for GPPs. I'm really uh, on board with Bauer tonight. Um, Giolito and Maeda for the SP2 um, conversation right there. Um, Hendricks is in play for kind of safety if you need to – that cheap, cheap money. Then uh, the the other three guys that I'm interested in is Sixto, Glasnow, and Eovaldi. And that, that's my complete pool tonight. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. Uh, it's just not necessary to dig into the nonsense. And we, we did mention Hendricks in passing, but yeah, this, this Pittsburgh team, uh, I believe they're worst in baseball when it comes to ISO. So they have no power. They're worst in baseball when it comes to Woba. So they can't generate runs. And they're like fourth or fifth as far as striking out collectively. And this lineup they're rolling out today against righties is at 27.7%. So they can't hit for power. They can't score runs. They strike out a bunch. Now, of course, Hendricks is not going to strike a bunch of dudes out outside the outlier, uh, you know, Casey had last time or something like that. But he feels like a quality start waiting to happen, locked and loaded. 
Uh, and as for the Marlins, you mentioned the Marlins like, not wanting that bullpen. They're still battling for a playoff spot. They have a better than – they have an 86% chance of making the playoffs or what it's worth. Uh, yeah, and the Alex Young is facing Texas, our chat is saying. And, yeah, that's happening too. Um, he's not great, but it's a pitcher versus Texas. You can play him. Um, yeah, as my – uh, Yeah, there's a I lot got, of good pitchers. Uh, I got he's a, not good, I got, but he's got a good match. I got, I got a buddy who just wrote me Alex Alex Young, and he said uh, I'd play a dead corpse versus Texas. Yeah, so. it's a uh, it's um, yeah, it's not a very good lineup for Texas, obviously. Talk to me about the and catchers. this lineup is this lineup is absolutely. I mean, of all line, I mean, it's hard for them to ever have a good lineup, mm-hmm. but uh, this lineup is, whoo, baby. Uh, Anderson Tejada, I don't even know who Shirton Apostle is. He's, been, he's been playing a few games, but yeah, he's, yeah, he's, but he's new. I, I, I don't. I've never even cared to dig into him. Um, but uh, Tavares Sam has been Huff, overmatched so far. Yeah, it, it's not a good Texas lineup. It's it's atrocious. Uh, catcher. Speaking of things that are atrocious, Digital Mutsu is a thing. Now, the worst pitcher in the slate is probably Betty, uh, and especially on DK. I'm not remote but like this Philadelphia lineup has some really really cheap players. Uh, Bruce specifically, McCutcheon's pretty cheap, Palm's pretty cheap. So I like that Philadelphia. If you want to stack things up, I don't mind that side. And they're on the roads. They're locked in for those nine innings. Uh, they have a team total over five today. Uh, talk to me about catcher. I don't know if I can get to Romuto, but I like Romuto. And if you can't spend up, who you uh, who you punt to win? Yeah, you don't need um, Romuto because we've got Wilson Contreras batting third, uh, 4K against – home run prone Trevor Williams who's just been ridiculous from the home run department yeah maybe it will regress but like maybe it won't um the guy's been giving up bombs right like so that's 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 a spot I like his price is reasonable so Contreras um pops for me um you know for for tournaments uh I mean I'm expecting the Yankees to tee off and have a lot of home runs so (laughs) Gary Sanchez down at the bottom of the order um you know, as a, as a home run candidate, I think he's got to make contact with the ball, but if he makes I know, contact, I think the last show I, I said, uh, I think the last show we did, I was like, I want, you were like uh, Sanchez or Higashioka or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I want the bombs with Sanchez. And then it was a three homer night for, uh, I, I, I luck boxed in the Higashioka in my main yeah. lineups. It was a good night for me, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, anyways, um, who else? I mean, Molina, Yadier Molina is cheap at 3,500 um, if you need them. Um, but we can go, we can go down further too as well. Carson Kelly at 2,600 against Texas um, batting seventh looks, looks decent to me. Um, you know, who's uh, I, I, I keep playing this guy every space, uh, Lewis terrains um, and uh, at 2,800 batting sixth, um, just, look up his hard contact numbers and that's all you need to see. I know it's a small sample, but the dude's just been hitting the ball extremely hard every, and no one plays this guy ever. And uh, he gets a good lineup spot. So, uh, you know, he came over from the Padres trade. Um, he's, he's a cheap guy that I like uh, if he gets in there. Um, man, I, I don't know. That's all I'm really looking at at this point. I mean, I, I don't care who I play to be honest with you. Who, uh, who, who made for uh, who, who made the order for the Orioles? Uh, Chance Cisco get in there. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I believe it's uh, I believe it's Cisco today. I think it is. I'm just yep. going. Yeah, Cisco three point two k. I like 3. that. Point... I'm fine with that. Yeah, that that's nice. Um, you know, not the great the best ballpark and you know for for lefty power for what it's worth, but for singles and doubles, if he can, like at a double, he's perfectly if, fine. If he can, if he can just find that pesky pole. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, it, it jets out really, really fast, obviously. You know that, that ballpark pretty well. Uh, all right, the first base. We spent way too Wind, time Wind's blowing out to right, too, there. There you go. Uh, uh, first base. Yeah, Baum is a, is a cheapie you could play there. I think it's a little bit more. You can get Belt or Rizzo. They both seem a little bit too cheap for us. I can tell on DK specifically. And if you want to spend up, Boyd is an awesome, awesome play. I'm not sure if he's one of my big spends, but in tournaments, of course, great play. And if you don't want to bet against Sixto Sanchez in that bullpen for Miami, you got Fab Five, Freddie Lurkin, and also Gurriel is super cheap at 2.8K if you think the Astros aren't completely horrendous. Uh, yeah, um, you, you said it. So um, for me, like the the cheap guy, right, that I would be completely comfortable using in my lineups would be Christian Walker at 3,300 with the platoon against Texas um, at, at home, you know. So 3,300, I mean, I, he just has home run upside. So uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, like you already mentioned, uh, Rizzo's in play. Brandon Belt pops like extremely well. The guy like is definitely, we've talked about this, but he's definitely back this season. He's been mashing. Yeah. Castellani is, is terrible um, and uh, really bad bullpen behind. Um, so, uh, I mean, I really like. What I Brandon think it's Belt all righties, by the way. I'm fairly certain that it's still all righties in that bullpen for Colorado. Giddy up. Uh, and also San Fran has something to play for. They got a 48% chance of making the playoffs according to the 538 model. So there you go. Um, yeah, there's plenty of first baseman in play, but those are my favorites. And it sounds like we're basically synchronized. I didn't mention Walker, but yeah, definitely Walker as well too, kind of in between the punts and like the half punts, which is like Rizzo and Bell just seem a little too cheap. And you know, Gurriel at 2.8 is certainly interesting. It seems like a spot where spending up will be different. Uh, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. And again, boy, awesome, awesome tournament play. Uh, Cattell Marte is uh, 2.9K uh, today. That's the, that seems way too cheap. Uh, you know, there's a lot of goofy prices kind of lurking out there. He's batting second versus West Benjamin, who is not somebody that we should be afraid of. Uh, you know, nothing imposing as far as his minor league numbers. He should be going about five innings or so today. Uh, he was pinch hit for yesterday. I assume it wasn't an injury, just the game was a kind of a blowout. I think that's what was happening there. It was like 7 nothing or so in the 7th or 8th. Maybe he's just taking out of the game. Maybe it wasn't a pinch hit. doesn't matter. Uh, Cattell Marte, that's the first place we're stopping, right? If you want to save some salary. Yep. Uh, 2,900, just too cheap. Um, definitely. He's going to be massive chalk tonight. Do you embrace, is it good chalk or is it bad chalk or is it just, you can kind of, I mean, sort of land on it? He's, he's a, he's a good hitter. I mean, he's coming back from, a um, injury a little bit and, uh, you know, but they, they got to get him going. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he from a talent perspective, he this is very good chalk. I mean, you're getting Cattell Marte at 2,900 in a really solid matchup here. So, yeah, I'm fine just taking an overweight center and plugging him in. But uh, DJ LeMahieu at the top, like, is a guy that absolutely could go off for 5,500. Um, He's gonna walk. Do you want do you want to pay that much for the walk? Two points. Well, he might just lead off with a bomb too. To, he could do that too, I guess. Um, <laughs> so uh, it depends which one you get there. Um, Let's see. Who else is there? Uh, so me, what if I told you uh, Jose Altuve was 3.9K versus a mediocre lefty? Uh, in, well, in 2018 and 2019, you had a pound. 2020, he's been putrid. Uh, he's not been good. He's not been good. The, the overall Houston teams are pretty terrible. Margaret Vicious is not bringing anything here. Of course, they're locked in for nine, so a decent shot at five ABs. I've been playing some Altuve. Altuve just because he's been cheap enough, but, you know, it's – it's not good. And his, I was looking at some of his advanced stuff and it wasn't. Stat cast numbers are horrendous. Yeah. Like, so a- I, I've been, I've been on board with the Astros. I've been trying to avoid Altuve as the one guy I've been like Springer. I'm, I'm all good with like Bregman. I'm fine with Altuve is just like, he's 
he's the throwaway if I can. Like, I don't want to play that guy, but I get it. Like, overall talent is is there. It's just crazy. I don't know if it's if it's uh, just regression or if it's because of the uh, – they're, no, they're not stealing the uh, – No garbage can. Yeah, no, no, no garbage can. They're not – also could be just no the buzzer. fact that they don't – they're not allowed to watch tape in between innings um, uh, on the pitchers. That's – that's hurt. A lot of people complain about that. But um, anyways uh, – yeah, I, I get it, but uh, he's someone I'd, I'd like to fade if I can. Um, Solak has some pop, thirty five hundred, good order spot. Um, terrible team, but uh, <laughs> he's there. Mustakas is like the guy that I think that is, won't get played, but like has monster home run upside here in this spot against Hauser. Um, so he's he's a guy that I like, and he's just overpriced a bit, but. Um, so it'll be tougher with kind of the we're prioritizing pitcher tonight because we got these high end arms. But like if you can get him in there, um, definitely could see a home run for him. But uh, I mean, it's just so easy with uh, Marte's going to hit so many belts. Uh, yeah, that, that is kind of sort of tricky, and he makes for an interesting fade if you're looking at it in tournaments. So for your cash game lineup on DK, uh, I think he's going to land there, and I'm pretty sure he's like two six on Fanduel as well. Don't quote me on that, but more or less that's what he is. Uh, third base, hot corner, Bregman, again, you know, against a mediocre lefty, Bregman's 4.4K. That's a really positive price. Donaldson against the against the lefty as well, too. By, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not against lefty. It's against Mize. But I was just thinking the other day, uh, I know the season's almost over. It's been a short season. But do you know, as of like two days ago, the active roster for Minnesota, uh, the team that hit the most home runs ever in all of baseball last, you know, last year set the home run record, they were the worst team in all of baseball in isolated power against lefties yeah which crazy? is completely but it's because of their injuries that they were yeah dealing with. yeah it's part of it so now this lineup that they actually rolled out yesterday is definitely much you know you have to project it much better than that because uh but yeah i i saw that too as well um but you know because they've been without garver who's been a lefty manager for a while the yep donaldson uh lefty uh nelson cruz has been been hobbled um so uh they're all they're all well we don't – is the – do we have a lineup yet? Let me check. Yeah, we have a lineup. I think Cruz is still out. Yeah, he's, he's not in the lineup uh, today. He's been well, nursing an injury, who, and they're locked in the playoffs, so what's the point? Why push him? Who needs Cruz when we got Byron Buxton? Oh, man. Know? Oh, but he struck out yesterday with the bases loaded. What have you done for me lately? I that know, I know. He was going to – like, I was going to – he was going to break the slate. It was the same – this yeah. always happened. Whenever I get the leadoff homer, this happened with me with Ian Happ, too, when nobody played him. It was a little different <laughs> last night because Buxton was chalked. But, like – he gets the leadoff homer, then comes up with the bases loaded, and then whiffs. Oh, like it's like you just—that's yeah. such an important bet. That's like that's the—it's it, the breakaway that you need, you know, in DFS. Uh, do we like Donaldson? Do we like Baum as a punt there for Philly? Uh, for yep. Philly, Devers is a good spend up. Like we talk about Lemayhu, yep. he's available at third base as well too. Escobar. Do we think Turner's going to play for the Dodgers? Like the Dodgers are going to be—they're they're, going to be really uh overly cautious i imagine they're just on cruise control they've been on cruise control for a while he was scratched last night i, I read they were anticipating his return today okay fair enough so i think he's interesting if that if that's the case uh i, I think he's got a better price on fandle uh, dk is 5k i think he's got a better i think it's around 3k or so on fandle uh what else do you have for me at third base that's of note uh escobar um, pops for me um, just because and he got a better lineup spot now um, it, he's had a rough season another guy with a rough season but uh, had a couple of good good whacks uh, yesterday in that game and uh, you know he's clean up for 3600 so it just works against this 
this uh, Benjamin that they're throwing out in that bullpen. So it's like, I'm just basically, I, I kind of walk backwards into my lineups. It's like, where am I, how am I going to get the, the biggest upside? It's like, who are the pitchers to attack? And then who are the bullpens to attack? So I'm trying to like check the boxes, like getting into a bullpen game. And uh, Texas is one of those bullpens. And so I'm fine with the, there's a lot of upside if it does, if they do go off. Yes. The talent overall perspective of Arizona is pretty poor, but uh, you know, they, they do have a good chance to go off in this game. So the, the bullpens that I want to attack the top five is Seattle Rockies, Marlins, Giants. The Phillies are a bad bullpen, but I don't want to play any nationals. It's my problem. Yeah. And it's, and they've just, they're just packing it in at this point, it seems. So it's, it's, yeah, I don't want to play any, any, uh, any of them as well. Uh, jump to shortstop for me. Uh, is there anybody that's the clear cut play? Because I don't know if there is a clear cut play at shortstop. It's kind of sort of whatever fits. If I have the salary for Bogarts, I'm happy landing there. Torres as well. I'm good with, I'm good with Uh Story is a big spin, but like the guys around him are pretty awful there. Arenado, I assume he's been shut down for the season. Uh, Gregorius, I like that Philadelphia side. Philadelphia is still battling for a playoff. Betty is quite possibly the worst pitcher on the slate. And Betty has been uh, lucky, too. Uh, I was looking at his uh, – kind of digging into his stuff. Uh, I think his K rate in the season is like 11 – yeah, 11.8% K rate, uh, 4.36 ERA, but like the uh, the Sierra is at 5.6 because he's got a 243 Babbitt, an 80.3% lob. Um, so he's been bad, and he should be worse. Uh, and the Philadelphia guys are cheap. That's my favorite stack uh, on DK specifically. Uh, we haven't talked about stacks so much just yet. We'll talk about that soon enough. Uh, feel free to give your thoughts on Gregorius. Any other shortstops? You like the Philadelphia stack? Yeah, and it's uh, well, they they, they got to win out. I mean, they're they're they got to win all these games to to get in the pay- playoffs. They thirty eight percent right now. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they really uh, screwed themselves. So they really got to win these games. Um, and uh, Gregorius. Absolutely. Um, he has that power against a, a low K pitcher, um, you know, also, you know, who gives up a ton of walks. So, and has a pretty poor bullpen behind them as well. They've, they've uh, pretty poor 4.82 extra on the season. So um, yeah, Philly, I love the Philly stack tonight. Um, definitely all playable. Um, Glaber would be my guy. He's just, he's starting to, starting to get some hits together, had a three hit game in his last one. Um, I liked what I saw when I watched it that, you know, he had some good at bats and uh, he's 4,500 and has that monster K upside against Robbie Ray and uh, a pretty bad bullpen behind. And uh, Toronto is there. They're, they're in the playoffs I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs, right? Like there's, there's no uh, real... Toronto is, I think they're officially uh, nine. They have a 99% yeah. chance. There's no, the there's no threats yeah. that the, the, it's all locked. The, the, eight teams um it's just the the positioning but it really makes no difference for them um xander uh upside uh, man it's just tough to play i guess paul DeYoung would be uh the guy that i like 4200 right below uh glaber torres uh, you know bring some home run upside to the table and uh i would say mondesi if uh if dk had their uh <laughs> same pricing every day like they did and had this guy out down at 2,900 or whatever, 3,800, but they, he's the only Royal they, they finally priced up. So uh, I guess it's going to be tough to play him. We got a few minutes before you step aside and make way for crunch time. You got cheese is good. Dave Potts, you got Tuttle, you have Roth, 
taking you guys all up the lock on DK, and I assume they stick around to talk some Fanduel as well. Uh, hey, smash that like button if you guys are in the YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Uh, if you throw out a question, we'll do our best. I'm not going to have it again. We only have a few minutes before we step aside. we got to talk about some outfitters, talk about some stacks. Uh, Outfit is a good place to save some salary. We talk, you know, we talk about how the way some of the prices here, DK specifically, Jay Bruce's 2.3K, which seems egregious against Fetty. Uh, you know, what you talk about the, the, the Royals not being priced up. Solaire is still 2.7K, not officially in the lineup, but I assume he will be. That just seems way too cheap. What are you doing in the outfield? Yeah, you can definitely save some money. So this is the this is the key tonight. Um, you know, we've got a ton of punt plays. So we've got the home run upside of Jay Bruce for 2300 right? Against a, a low strikeout pitcher. And he's got BVP. Oh. So this is just a lock, right? No. <laughs> I, um, in a, and I think a six at bat sample. So it's oh, like, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> it, can't, it, can't, it can't lose. Can't lose. Um, then you got uh, Cameron Maben. Batting fifth against Williams at twenty one hundred. Yeah, not care, maybe, are we? Yeah, I have. I like this guy. Um, I, I can play him. Um, speed and pop. He's got some pop. Um, I would prefer him over uh, Andrew Stevenson, even though Stevenson's leading off. He's got some speed uh, too. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I mean, any of those guys. There's, then there's Le Castro who brings the pinch hit risk to the table. Yeah, uh, but the one guy that the, the, I want bombs, right? And DJ Stewart hits bombs, and he's still twenty five hundred, and he's in Fenway, and he's against Eovaldi, and the weather's a little bit nicer, so that's the guy that I would like. But like, so like Bruce and Stewart, like you play them both in the outfield, you have really solid home run upside right there with those two punts, and you can then you know now you can fit in your stud pitchers. So, yeah, I would also mention Stanton and Hicks there against Ray. We want to pick on McCutcheon's too cheap lead enough on the road, locked in for those five ABs, assuming things go fairly well. J.D. Martinez at 4.1K is pretty reasonable. Talk about those Phillies. I'm willing to spend up on Harper at 5.5K. Kepler. Kepler has got a really, really good price on Vandal, a pretty good price on DK, uh, leading off today. Nope, batting second behind Buxton. we got to step aside, but give me a couple of the stacks you like. I know we talked about Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia. You like Philadelphia. Uh, give me a, a couple off the board or somebody you're kind of honing in on for uh, ownership reasons. Uh, Yankees are the top high end uh, expensive one. If you can get to them um, it's uh, and just, you know, hope you get home run after home run after home run Phillies. Uh, I like a lot. We both said Astros. Um, I like because of the Seattle bullpen is not only is Margo a vicious um, totally uh, hittable, but uh, their bullpen is just the absolute worst. So uh you think that these Astros bats are going to get going at some point. So, uh, you know, have to have to consider that Minnesota, like you said, is cheap. They bring some cheap bombs to the table, right? Rosario and Kepler are just underpriced. Buxton's been crushing the ball. So that's just an easy stack to make. Uh, San Francisco Giants would kind of be um, one that I think will get overlooked that uh, I would hone in on. Check out those links in chat that Devin's dropping for you guys. The link for the RG Badge program. You guys can read about that, how you can get your shout-out. You can get one-month free premium. You can get the uh, $5 off your Core 4 RG uh, RG RG Core 4 RG Premium. Oh, you know, $5 off the, the premium. <laughs> you're, having, you're having a show today, huh? <laughs> I'm malfunctioning over here. I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, click the link. You get 5 bucks off your first month of Core 4, which is baseball, football, basketball, and and golf, uh, stay tuned for crunch time. It's a uh, tunnel. It's cheese. It's raw. He was Kirk D's. I was Dean. This was baseball. Go Heat! We're out of here. Holler. Oh. Oh.